You're listening to 1001 Album Club, where every episode we discuss a different album from Robert Emery's book, 1001 Albums You Must Hear Before You Die. episode we'll be talking about billy bragg talking with the tax man about poetry in the room i have Anne, hello and rob hi birch and on the line i have ben oi and kyle what's up <laughs> talking with the tax man about poetry is the third album by billy bragg released in september 1986 on go disc records the producer was kenny jones john porter and the genre is folk punk i'm gonna read from all music review mark deming the cover to Billy Bragg's Talking with the Taxman about poetry features the subtle, the difficult third album. And while it's obviously meant as a joke, there's also a certain truth to the statement. After two EPs and a full album that only rarely featured anything other than Bragg's voice and electric guitar, Talking with the Taxman about poetry found him and producers John Porter and Kenny Jones trying to add a bit of polish to Bragg's stark sound without losing either the charm of his performances or the power of his political statements. While nearly all the tracks on Talking feature Bragg alongside other musicians, among them Johnny Marr and Kristen McCall, the arrangements are purposely spare, and ultimately they sweeten the songs without getting in the way of Bragg's homely melodies and passionate lyrics. However, as a songwriter, Billy's heart was stronger than his head on the album while Talking features several of his best-loved songs and some superb character studies. The political numbers are unexpectedly strident and obvious, especially the clumsy ideology in Help Save the Youth of America. Talking with the tax man about poetry proved that Bragg could take his music in a different direction and still hold on to the qualities that made his songs so special. Too bad his political instincts were not as keen as his musical ones at the time. All right, what do we think of Billy Bragg? Talking with the tax man about poetry. Is this cow punk? First off, I love it. Uh, say, is this cow punk? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just wanted to derail right. it. I loved it. Well, I, I loved I, it. I loved it. I love uh-huh. it. I, I love first listen, yes. new fan. That review's bullshit. The political yeah, songs are. That's really frustrating. <laughs> the political songs are where it's at. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Big fan. Uh, who's, who's was the first time? First time for me. First listen. Right yeah. Yeah. I, I, I absolutely agree with uh, Ben's sentiment. Uh, that review was bullshit. All the reviews I've read about it have been bullshit regarding the, uh, <laughs> like, somehow, like, in the middle of, like, Thatcher Reagan, yeah. the music people were just like, eh, whatever. Too political. <laughs> yeah, too political. This too is political. bumming me out, man. Right. Yeah. yeah. We're all about to die in a nuclear holocaust, <laughs> man. Like fuck uh, But no, fucking great. What a what a what a cool what a cool fun record. This yeah. is a this is a great it's I should have listened really... to you twenty years ago, <laughs> Yeah, I I had never heard this before. Um I I know a lot of my friends are into it. But Billy May Bragg always sounded like 
Did you say name nine? What did you I say? Said name five. Five of your friends who like. I can name four. <laughs> two, two of them are on this chat. No, yeah. no, we're, we're, but we're new to it. No, me and Bert. Okay, well, then he only has to name three. Yeah. I always thought that Billy Ryan Bragg Riles sounded like a, an alias to a oh, I could an alter that. ego for a Marvel superhero character. It does kind of sound like that. <laughs> Mild-mannered Billy Bragg. I So, yeah, this is my first time sitting down with a full Billy Bragg album. I knew what he sounded like prior to these past couple weeks I've been listening to this. Mm-hmm. But I think that the cost of entry with Billy Bragg might be, at least for me, it was getting past the fact that he sounds like he comes from a long line of chimney sweeps. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's very true. He I has don't have that, a problem with that. He has the nasally <laughs> oh. delivery and it, yeah. It, it, that, 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 that like blatant. And so Billy Bragg, his natural voice is the voice of a dumb American making fun of a British accent. Yeah. I don't, like, I don't know. When I'm about like, oh, first your drink, governor, oh, boots and panties. That that's Billy Bragg. I don't think that that's a fair assessment. I feel like it also for me, his accent contributes to sort of the like charming intimacy of how this sounds recorded. Like it's not it wouldn't be the same thing if it was gentled out. Because that's a lot of what where he's coming from too, mm-hmm. right? It's important where he's coming from there was to a, the subject matter, especially all the political stuff, but also the wistful love stuff, right? Yeah. When we dropped the Ian Dury episode, a lot of people said, uh, you got to understand Ian Dury is, is, has the accent of the common, quote unquote, common people, right? Right. And so I think Billy Bragg, that is, he's not trying to hide it. He's almost accentuating it because it is, it is that element that, maybe Bob Dylan was trying to do when he started uh, or, or the clash, you know, they're not trying to hide that accent. It's, it's just how they talk, right? It's, you're not trying to sing pretty. You're just expressing how you would relate a story to telling someone a story. I think that's speaking. It's it's not a deterrent at all anymore. I actually really like it about the record. It does. It brings up a few questions for me though, that I just honest questions for, for, uh, from someone who's not from the, the British Isles. The first off is, is where do they, where do they speak the, the, like the Cockney accent? Is it, is it just London, but like working class London as opposed to upper class London? Or is it? You're gonna have I've to. Been, I mean, I've, there's probably I've, like a million dissertations on different dialects of. I've Britishism. been a lot of places <laughs> in England, and I feel like I've never actually like heard the Billy Bragg Cockney accent. Essex, man. Essex. Essex. Yep. It's Essex. Right. This is the Essex. My, question number two. Final question regarding the accent. And it's not so much a question as an observation. I think you touched on it, Birch. Billy Bragg, it's like he not only does not hide it, but he accentuates it. So many British recording artists, like when they speak, it sounds so different from when they sing. Like even like, have you ever heard Adele speak? She doesn't speak like she sings. And, And I'm so used to... I'm so used to not being able to, I don't know if it's a lack of an accent or a, or a picking up of a more neutral, like American accent in British recording artists that Billy Bragg is kicking the other way from. I don't, 
I don't know if it's like a conscious choice when people with an accent choose to sing without it or or not, or if they're just emulating songs on the radio. It's, you like, know? it's a conscious choice a lot of the times because if you listen to things, uh, anybody who um, speaks those those hard uh, things with hard consonants, uh, like German, Russian. If you hear any of those singers, they it. Things soften to be melodic, if that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, Italian. When you're singing in Italian, you're singing in Spanish, and uh, a lot of times people will will soften the con. con- uh, for me, I would say it's more. It's like an. In- it's part of the instrument of the voice, right? So you yeah. choose. I mean, I've heard German spoken that's like melodic and beautiful and very soft. Too. Yeah. Like you. And I think that some of it is weighted on like influence and who you listen to and who you're trying to emulate. I think that's like a really good observation, Ben, that that will affect it. Mm-hmm. But I do think with this, it's important that it has the accent, right? It's crucial. Yeah. Uh, let's let's talk about Levi Stubbs' tears. I want to okay. talk about this song. Yeah. Oh let's talk about uh, it. I, I, I never heard this song. Did you cry? Put it on. Listen to the first verse, rewound it. I was like, what is happening here? <laughs> Pulled up the lyrics. This is it starts at the end. And then yeah. it goes back. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, it's it's like memento. Um yeah. it's, it's, it's just like memento. <laughs> this this song shook me. This song is a fucking masterpiece. Yeah. So um I thought this record was amazing, but that song ended up researching the song a whole bunch and reading a bunch of retrospectives about it and uh just the economy of the writing and just yeah maybe maybe cry birch yeah it's it's fucking devastating yeah i've got questions about the story that he's telling if if any yeah okay so the the a lot of questions yeah so many questions (laughs) so the the main character the the woman who who bought the trailer part or the trailer with with the money from the accident yeah is she pregnant? Unclear. Okay. Okay. She does say you and me against the world, but she could just be talking she, about her and Levi Stubbs, right? We don't know she who could. she's she could, yes. she, she could be talking RV. about Levi Stubbs. She could or be reminiscing. <laughs> she could be reminiscing on something that her estranged partner told her. Mm-hmm. But she also says, the line is, uh, is you and me against the world. She mutters to herself. Or? So, yeah. So, I didn't know if like she's so she's muttering to not, herself with a you know four yeah, tops yeah. tape in her hand, you know, the, or the four tops tape. Present. Yeah, yeah. So then, like the first verse, the money from the accident buys the mobile home. Uh-huh. In the last verse, you hear about the quote-unquote accident. It sounds like her old man either shot her or stabbed her. Mm-hmm. So yeah. what yeah. money is that? It's not insurance money. Did like is it litigation money? It's- we don't it's, know how the British legal system works, yeah. Ben. She just got some <laughs> kind of payout related to it and bought a mobile home with it. <laughs> All right. Okay. I, I, there were dots that weren't connected. So she's in a, an abusive relationship. Things happen. And then she has money. I, I just don't know. Yeah. It, I think that the it's through not a line ton is of money to buy a caravan, right? Like She's had not, this horrible life. Um, or know, zero. She suffered abuse her whole life and. You know, she takes comfort in the small things. Maybe having like you know a a trailer and a four tops tape that you know gets her through dark times. You know, I think those are the important takeaways. Yeah, 
So Levi Stubbs was the voice of uh, the Audrey singing is Audrey Tree, the singing Vita's Fly Trap from uh, Little Shop of Horrors. That was the first she came time out the I, year I after knew. This, I think that's awesome. I, I had always been a, a Four Tops fan, but as a kid, the first time I knew the name Levi Stubbs was somehow like it, it's such a name. It's just like an iconic name, and it mm-hmm. stuck in my head. And it, I always am like, oh, Levi Stubbs, Audrey too. Oh, excuse me, it was the exact same year. Yeah. Oh, feed, feed, feed me, Seymour. That's Levi Stubbs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Levi Stubbs is having a good year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Truly. Yeah, but that that song just uh, it's devastating. The it, yeah, the beautiful, it's beautifully written, and then it has that refrain. Um, you know, some things change. Uh, it, it just it get, gets me every time. And also, if you're interested, uh, that that sound of him just with a guitar is is very much uh, what was on the fir- previous two albums. Um, Can we talk about that sweet guitar? Yeah, absolutely. That is a Burns steer, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's one of not very many of those that were made before Burns sold sold the company. Uh, you yeah. can still buy a Burns. Now they're called Burns London. Yeah. Yeah. If, if you've not seen a picture of it, it's r- really cool looking. Uh, mm-hmm. they, they make a lot of reissues of it. And it's funny because all of the reissues of it are like Billy Bragg green. Yeah. But at the time when he had the green one, his was like the weirdo color, but now it's like this, they, they, they're standard, that color. But I think the notable features of it, it looks like an acoustic guitar, only it's like a thin, thin body, like an electric guitar, but it's got that central sound hole, like an acoustic guitar, mm-hmm. but it's all like sheet metal paneling around like where the pit guard is. And then the headstock looks like the pinchers of a beetle. It's such a sick guitar. Yeah. And it sounds rad on this record. Yeah, yeah. like Levi Stuff's Tears, Several other, uh, like the, there's power in union. It's just that guitar that s- those single coil pickups are just sparkling all over this record. Yeah, and it's really cool. Yeah, really, really unique guitar tone. I, I I noticed that right away when I started picking up on Billy Bragg is that it has a bit of that echo, but it also has that. Yeah, you're right. It's just like a sheen. It's like yeah. a, almost sheet metal. It just tears through your ears, basically. Because mm-hmm. it's like so it, precise. It's it's like riding riding that sweet spot of the of the knobs where it gets not crunchy, but it is sparkly. Mm-hmm. And and it's just mm. yeah. I love it. Love a good time. Monday I wish yeah. that it was Tuesday night, so I could wish for the weekend to come. Tuesday I wish that the night would pass, so I could call you on the phone. Now a man can spend a lot of time wondering what was on Jack Ruby's mind. Time is all I have without you here. Wednesday when you hung up. A lot of that was uh, brought out of the obviously the punk movement. Billy Billy Bragg was really into guess who? The Clash. Oh <laughs> really? He's into the Clash? <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Elvis Costello. Elvis Costello, yeah. The Faces, the yeah. Stones, when he was younger. Small, uh, small faces are regular. I think both faces. <laughs> all, all, the all faces? All faces. All faces. <laughs> yes, all faces. But uh, yeah, he, I mean, he, he came up, uh, he was a television repairman. He, he joined know, the army for three months. He dragged yeah. up. Joined the army. He's, yeah, pretty, pretty amazing stuff. There's power in a union. Yeah, this is right the now. only song that I knew from Billy Bragg. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a fucking great one because <laughs> it was a, 
It was during the Wisconsin teacher strikes uh, from yeah, like yeah. 20, 2010, maybe? Oh. 20, 2009, 2010, maybe 2012 even. And uh, yeah, the uh, the unions in uh, America are still dog shit and don't right. have no i mean like there, there's been some wins and, and some losses like john deere was a win it's worth yeah. still fighting there yeah Kellogg's is not, still yeah. going on starbucks is still going on it's it's just just saying 35 years later for this to still be relevant it's I mean, in, it's incredible it's uh, it, 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 it's still relevant right now it is almost like an understatement it almost feels like it's more relevant that, now certainly because well, that, it feels more relevant to us because we're living this because i'm living it right it. now yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah we're, but we're, it's probably equally <laughs> we're in the middle of it yeah. and billy bragg was singing these songs back when reagan and thatcher were breaking the unions so mm-hmm. you know yeah, yeah, we we, the, we are literally living in the aftermath of that. Um, was that song not from the 1913s though? Like original? Yeah, that, that's an original uh, song. Yeah, he wrote the lyrics. The tune of it is the Battle Hymn of the Republic, which was written as a pro-abolitionist song, like around uh, the Civil War in America. He, okay. he also, so, and the name of the ti- the title is the title of a Joe Hill song that sounds and has different lyrics. Like mm-hmm. sounds different, different lyrics. Gotcha. Okay. So it's real. It's very. It's a mashup. Yeah. <laughs> the British. What I thought was really interesting was this song, um, "Help Save the Youth of America," and mm-hmm. that was kind of like a left wing kind of critique about commercially successful fundraising endeavors. I guess like Live Aid and We Are the World, you know, in the eighties, which were super prevalent. Like, yeah, I know I've got some Bob Geldof tape in my collection. It's like we're sending out a heart to africa like there's so many of these songs <laughs> i mean you're just gonna make me say hearing aid and yeah exactly but uh, one thing i found interesting when i was kind of researching that song was i found this article that said it was exemplified by chumbawamba's 1986 album pictures of starving children sell records have you guys ever heard of this album i've heard Chumbawamba of it i've was not listened to it 80s. Yeah, yeah. they were kind of a punk band, I think. Or something. Like, I knew that they were very knew, political. Yeah. Anarchist political. Collective from the 80s. Get off it. Just talk about Billy Bragg. <laughs> <sighs> I was. Steer, <laughs> it was in my notes. Right, this, shit. this is your favorite shit, Birch. Mute all of these people and tell us what you think about Billy Bragg. Yeah, yeah. Just tell off, Birch. Just, tell, just talk about some songs. <laughs> Birch, tell us about your set list when you performed as Billy Bragg for uh, Halloween. Well, okay, so I did perform as Billy Bragg. Mainly the set list was from Back to the Basics, was which is a collection of his first two EPs, and I would recommend that one if you want to hear Billy Bragg solo. It has your favorites, like To Have and To Have Not. It has uh, New England, which a lot of people probably know. Y'all probably have heard that. Um, yeah. And so the reason that I played so many times, I... I'd started doing it because there was a, a British, you know, cover show that people played. The Cure. Who was it? The Kinks. Uh, Sex Tiger was the Kinks. Uh, Little, Little Joe Gould, Gould was, was the, the Cure. Cure. I think there was at least one other act. Yeah. Uh, other than U.S. Billy Bragg. There was there was a couple of really great acts, and I played as Billy this Bragg. Was what, like 2002? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> because I just looked at the poster uh, from Murder by Death. And... Uh, Josh was like, hey, can you play Billy Bragg for this show? And I said, "Okay, sure. Why not? It's me and a guitar, right? I don't have to ask anybody else. And then it just kept happening. Mm -hmm. And what I found interesting this week is I looked up Billy Bragg and why he was 
playing shows, it was the exact same reason. <laughs> they just get one guy to show up. They just up. got one guy to show up and sing his songs. And that's what, and he would open all these shows. So there's, he started. There's he, just a crusty po- yeah. punk, punk promoter yeah. wiping snot into the cuffs yeah, of his pants. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Eating salt and uh, <laughs> being like, hey, you want to play for some beers? Well, and so, but Billy Bragg was like, a, he loved to busk too, right? Yeah. And so he even, when he had enough money, he had someone develop like a porta stack, which was just like this easy to transport amp thing that he could use when he was busking yeah so he liked that ease as well yeah i, I will say i'm here partially to talk about how handsome <laughs> birch looks <laughs> performing as billy bragg especially in his sailor suit on a halloween show that's right so i just dressed we're gonna edit this out look uh, for birch, that super I, hot I, photo on the patreon <laughs> birch i, I saw you TV. perform it at that 2002 show at second story I was uh, a we talked about this before we started recording. I was 19 years old at that show. Uh, Little Joe Gould needed an an extra person on keyboard to play during uh, Close to Me. So I got into the bar to do that. Uh, I got to see you perform as Billy Bragg. I got to see his Sex Pistols perform at my as my sorry Sex Tiger (laughs) perform as my favorite band, The Kinks. Uh, I went up to the bar. I asked the bartender for one cold beer and they told me to get the fuck out of there. (laughs) (laughs) Unauthorized because in America you have to be 21. That's right. right. (laughs) Uh, So my set list would have been the Milkman of Human Kindness to Have and to Have Not, uh, Lover's Town Revisited, A New England, uh, Busy Girls Buys Beauty, uh, Love Gets Dangerous. I think that... You did Levi Stubbs, didn't you? Uh, I did Levi Stubbs and I did Power in the Union if if it the need was there. Did so, you do the marriage? Uh, yeah, I did the marriage sometimes. Because that's one of my favorite ones. Too. That's yeah. a good one. Oh, a good world, one. world t- turned upside down too, I believe. I will say but, that I'm pretty sure Billy Bragg is married now. Yes. Too. But I will Sell say out. exactly. <laughs> I would say the the two records the buy though are are uh, back to the basics. Or sorry, back to basics and uh, this one, talking to the tax man. Ta- when I when I got into talking to the tax man, it it really solidified like everything about it because it just it has that little bit of a sheen, a little bit of polish, mm-hmm. has the uh, extra people. Johnny Marr, I mean, is playing on this yeah. thing. Yeah, uh, yeah, Christy McCall, Christy McCall. Yeah. So it it really transcended. Okay, he can do more than just you know be a one man band. And then later on, we're going to be talking about Mermaid Avenue with Wilco and Billy Bragg in this book. And I'm very excited about that because that just that just like cemented a legacy for me. Mm-hmm. It, it was like early punk stuff with, you know, this feisty uh, roustabout, you know, singing his his punk songs. And then this was his transition album into being a little more thoughtful with with uh, having love songs alongside with political songs. And then he he fully matures sort of with that Welco album, I feel like. When did you, or how, what was your introduction to Billy Bragg? Uh, back to back to basics. How did you come across it? I looked up everything that was involved with The Clash, and I went straight to Billy Bragg. There you go. <laughs> That's awesome. Because nice. I was like, That's a nice, nice straight line there. Yeah. yeah. I was like, The Clash is yeah. one of my favorite bands. I should know more bands. And it was Billy Bragg, and then there's a band um, called The Strike, which is very close to... Uh, <laughs> The Clash. Right now we are listening to the track The Passion. Uh, this 
song punch anyone else in the guts as hard as it punched me in the guts oh yeah oh it's really yeah. sad Dude. yeah so, yeah really of, makes me feel yeah. like every feeling <laughs> yeah for 1986 yeah very yeah very interesting does anybody have a favorite line we were talking about favorite lines i mean sometimes I do. it takes a long time for a grown man to learn just what a child would learn in a night i mean that's <laughs> That's, that's that a one, great yeah. line. That one's from The Passion. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great line. So, uh, wait. So, uh, I know it's ambiguous, but you, you guys have been Billy Bragg fans a lot longer than I have. In The Passion, is she pregnant? And then does the baby die at the end? Does she fall down the stairs and the baby dies and he um, wasn't there to help her? Um, I didn't read it necessarily as that, but... I didn't read it okay. that way as well. It, it seems like she's definitely... Uh, if she wasn't pregnant in Levi Stubbs Tears, she's pregnant now, it seems. You think they're the and same character? No, no, I don't. Oh, okay. uh, but but the, the royal she. The, <laughs> gotcha. the, the, yeah. yeah. I think that her that, mother that, is just trying to normalize um, that kind of life. Mm-hmm. And okay. she is having cognitive dissonance about the ways in which it doesn't live up to her idea of what it would be. Okay. That's my uh, reading uh, of that. But your first, reading could be... Th- that True last well. that Sorry. last verse where it talks it just all of a sudden is talking about her in the past tense about how when she was a kid she used to fall down the stairs because she got dizzy and her mother was always there to catch her and then he's like I didn't commit a crime and then like the last two lines about like something about God and then will we get a second chance it almost made me feel like it was like a lost pregnancy I could see that that's that's totally a reading that works with what's written here yeah. I think is there a God is there a next time Angels gaze down from the wall. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know, but man. It's it's gut-punching either way. Yeah. The Warmest Room, I love that one. Just just a nice song about lust. <laughs> <laughs> but about, like, demonizing sexuality and Christian worries, too, right? Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so the, the blood test that he's referring to at the end is that... To get married so they can fuck, <laughs> I believe. Right, no, no, I, I knew that, but... The, the act of getting blood tests as opposed to buying a condom, is this because we are now in the 80s and there's an AIDS scare? You have to get a blood test to get a marriage license. And that's been oh. like that. I yep. don't know if that started with AIDS or not. I have no mm-hmm. idea. Okay. Did it? Uh, okay. I, I don't know. I knew it's, that yeah. <laughs> it, from the lyrics of The Warmest Room, I could tell that the two people were way horny for each other <laughs> and they were mm-hmm. holding out. I couldn't tell if it was because of just cultural mores or mm-hmm. or or health concerns my reading is cultural mores it wasn't common to get blood tests to have sex until much later than this album came out okay that that makes sense yeah. uh were you walking around the house singing honey i'm a big boy now because i do that he's <laughs> <laughs> sleeping without the light on now yeah <laughs> uh i forget who it was uh kyle did you uh, ask about fa- favorite lines from this album there's so many to pick from it was but- birch there's very few albums that I listen to with the lyrics all pulled up in front of me, but I do that whenever we're we're covering a Bob Dylan album. I do that when I I, I did that for the Billy Bragg album. There, there's certain artists that I've, I feel like I need to know what they're saying more than yeah. I just need to vibe with the music. Uh, but the the line that definitely <laughs> stuck with me out of so many good ones is from uh, "Wishing the Days Away," where he says. Uh, Someone's knocking at the door. It's later than I think. And it's time to put on these stinking clothes and get out there and stink. 
Yeah, that's a real goddamn good that's song. Fucking that's dope. fucking dope. Yeah. That's real. Yeah. Like, been there. Been there. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, on uh, Saturday, I wished it was Sunday. Oh, will this torment yeah. ever end? Yeah. On Monday, I wished it was Tuesday, so just so I could wish for the weekend to come. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's great stuff. Yeah. It's this album blew me away. I was I was really Same. glad to finally Same, Kyle. get into this record. Every single song. But especially. Uh-huh. Especially Levi Stubbs Tears. Yeah. Oh my god. That that I I spent that just sent me off on like hours of what is happening? What is this? <laughs> yeah. How can he how can he write something like this? Like how is this so concise and powerful? Like that one is a poem for sure. Yeah. Which isn't something I say about lyrics usually, but that one comes. <laughs> that is a, it's a towering juggernaut of a song. It's song, fucking beautiful, say. yeah. Yeah. Someone who has never spent the time with a Billy Bragg album before had Birch handed me this album and said, Hey, here's a Billy Bragg's greatest hits. Here's a good place to start. I would have listened to this album and thought, Man, this guy sure did write a lot of really cool songs across his whole career. I should probably do a deep dive on him. But no, this is just like tracks one through 12 of one album. Yeah. It's not a great. Yeah. It, it, I've got to start by every song on this record. Yeah. It's very impressive. Yeah, it's really, really impressive. Uh, I will say, too, there's a, I mean, just to bring up, he was very involved in le- leftist uh, political rallies no. uh, starting in the 80s. <laughs> uh, he also helped form the Red Red Wedge, a socialist music uh, musicians collective, um, also featured uh, Paul Weller and also Ooh. involved the lead singer for Talk Talk. He was trying to get him nice. involved in the Red Wedge and a lot of other musicians that we were talking around this time. So awesome. He, Red Wedge still a thing? So this is kind of like no. We Are the World? I don't know. No, it's nothing like that. We Are the World. We, yeah. we, we are, we are the Pinkos. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we Are the Union. Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah, and he also, I, I believe he was... Uh, at the Rock Against Racism uh, Carnival in 1978. That's what radicalized him, right? Uh, yeah, when The Clash, yeah. uh, you know, created the song White Riot. Um, and uh, yeah, he, he definitely is. Uh, felt, was Eric Clapton there? Felt this, <laughs> God damn it. Uh, felt this way for a really long time. Uh, there's a really interesting, if anybody is uh, curious about him going into the Soviet Union in 1986, there's like a short little documentary about it. Uh, where he's singing like uh, there's power in a union and help save the youth of America uh, to a bunch of, you know, Russian students over what? Uh, in 86. Yeah. Uh, when Gorbachev uh, started promoting the policies uh, 
you know. A perestroika. Yeah. We're like, yeah, preach. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, and also, obviously, this album is uh, entitled this because it is a poem. Uh, it's a poem. poet. Yeah. A Russian poet, Mayakovsky. Yeah. He was a futurist, a Russian futurist, and he was a communist party member, but he has a lot of, like this poem especially, says things sort of against the party. So while he was alive, he was controversial with everyone. But after he died, Stalin said he was cool. So Actually, um, I had a question after Stalin murdered him. No, he died by suicide, actually. Mayakovsky. Billy Bragg's still alive. Uh, my, <laughs> I also, guess argue, who knows. Yeah, w- one of my favorite things, besides the artwork, cool artwork on the front. Fucking great, man. Oh, so cool. Cool. Yeah. 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 And it says the difficult third album there at the bottom. But on the back. It should say that at the bottom of Weezer's third album. Yeah. <laughs> it, should. it should say that on the bottom of every subsequent fucking did album. Did anybody look at the back of this album? I did not, no. Look no. at the back of that album. Does that remind you of anything? Being cold, carrying a case. Mr. Moving Mr. pictures Young. by Rush. Mr. Young, perhaps. You're, cl- you're kind of close. <laughs> Who was close, man? Nelson Young. What is it? Neil Young. Neil Young. <laughs> Look at that. It's the same as a Neil Young. It's the same. Oh, you, you, you mean like uh, after the gold after rush? After the gold rush. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I can see that. I can see that. It's him. He had to tell me. I didn't see it either. It's him <laughs> walking, walking this way, and there's a person directly behind him in the exact same manner as after the gold rush. That is. That's awesome. Very and very I appreciate your honesty. No, Neil Young. Yeah, I didn't know until Birch told me. Yeah. <laughs> I love Neil Young. But yeah. yeah. I believe that's him in Russia, too. I don't know if it, actually I don't know if it is. So the the other guy on the back is that Lyle Lovett? I think it's a babe. Because normal normally it's Lyle Lovett. (laughs) Birch, can I read to you of the Christgau review? Christgau. How could one deny such a fine young man, especially with his harsh guitar and gratifying piano or trumpet reflecting his clashy lineage when one thinks about it? That depends on how much one resents having to think about it. The lyrics are another matter. They're made to be thought about. Only soon one realizes that the politics, his forte, if not his, res- oh God, fucking raison French. Raison d'etre. I don't know. Yeah, raison d'etre. Oh, is that it? Yeah, raison d'etre. His raison d'etre mm-hmm. uh, are surprisingly clunky. Even fucking Christgau doesn't get. Come on, you I guys. Know, what's going oh on with this? Um, it's the yuppie movement, man. Yeah. The middle of the eighties is not the right time for the rights of people and working folks. Well, and, that. And that, when it comes to the cons and pros of getting married, he never misses a trick. So yeah, the the only problem they B had, plus. Yeah, uh, yeah, it was a B plus. <laughs> so uh, he liked the marriage too. Yeah, but see, to me, like I don't know, especially when I was listening to this and thinking about current politics. Actually, the last track really struck with me the most. Yeah, which is just about yeah. like letting things happen because you're watching TV essentially. Mm-hmm. Um. It's so well done that it's contain- continued to be really relevant, right? So this like, is an important <laughs> record. Yeah, it is. It's, yeah, and like the yeah, I mean, just just for us, like the the whole the past like fucking like <laughs> oh my god, twelve years have pushed me so much further left than like my lefty ass was like doing beforehand. Like this mm-hmm. speaks to my soul, right? Yeah, like it's just, so accurate. Fucking hell. Yeah, five yeah. years. It's for the new movement. 
Billy Bragg's here for the kids. <laughs> He's here for, <laughs> Billy for, the continu- for the children. Yeah, I right. mean, he really is. He's here for the continued movement. And yeah. that means the youth, right? Yeah. That's well, where a lot of the energy comes from. Anti-corruption and working Anti-fascism. people. Yep. Anti-fascism. First, you've got to do some Billy Bragg shows this year, bro. I guess I do. You should. You have to. What's old BB up to these days? Even if it's just in your... <laughs> is he still releasing regularly? Yeah, he had a, a album this year. Um, he's toned it down. Well, not toned it down, but he definitely, um, you know, around the... After he did uh, the Wilco albums, he it, it's a little bit softer. How many did he do with Wilco? Uh, three. Well, I just looked okay. it up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and they're the first two are definitely double albums. I don't think the third one's a double. Because he three. also toured with somebody else when he supported it. Because I think they had an argument. Is <laughs> what I read. Yeah, so. Wilco is not easy to work with. And guess what? Jeff Tweedy is. Di- what difficult man? I, I look forward also, to talking man, about. Yeah. This. I, I got the impression that Billy Bragg kind of had his own opinions as well. He does have his uh, own opinions. I'm sure he, he would does. have done. Yeah. <laughs> I want to see Billy Bragg in the van with the Minutemen. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh so please, we almost, please. We almost Where's saw that Billy get Bragg, back documentary? but we oh, mixed up the months of June and July, and we did not get to see him. That hurts my heart. I'm for so you, sorry. I'm so sorry. It's okay. Uh, he is still, still touring. He had an album this year, uh, but he he has some like really interesting later songs that are still good. It, it's not quite as strong as you might imagine. Like this album is, you know, because this is kind of the height of really like aggressive, maybe uh, of yeah. It has the right bite to it. Um, I feel like some of the, but he still sings these political songs uh, when you know there was a lot of uh, right leaning, you know nationalism in england people were talking about uh you know the union jack what does that represent you know what is the uk uh in in england's identity means he released an album called uh england half english and there's a very interesting song you know talking about what you know what national identity means to people and you know what his his ideas are about those politics so it, is he it all is like very well. there's power in the union jack yeah, i don't know that was not what he was saying <laughs> union jack booted thugs i think he did say he, he does feel that like there should be the left should reclaim that kind of like pride in where you're from maybe no i agree so so yeah sort of yeah. <laughs> but it, it, he's pretty much the same as johnny rutten right <laughs> oh my god, shut up. <laughs> Pretty much exactly a line. One to one. Birch is going to slap the computer oh screen. <laughs> Birch, Sorry, Birch. Make sure to bleep that. Don't, don't cut it. Just a full on bleep. <laughs> my sarcasm is valid. All right. Next time we'll be talking. Wait, we didn't say positive. Were we all positive? Oh, sorry. Um, you're right. Probably. You're right. Anybody negative? Hell no. No. Everyone's no. Positive. Listen to this record. It's, it's a masterwork. Please Fantastic. listen to it. It's yeah. beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, if this is a masterpiece, I guess there's probably people in England who haven't haven't heard. This I don't know, man. Billy Bragg. I don't know what it's like over there. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Listen yeah, up, folks. Please, seems blokes. like at this point, Billy Bragg would have just shown up. Please write to us and let us know how popular <laughs> Billy Bragg is in England. I want to know that. Yeah, for sure. Because oh, that yeah. is it. Oh, uh, for we me, will export Birch to pay, to play <laughs> Billy Bragg songs. Oh, that, that's going to be a Patreon tier. But Kyle, Definitely they still have that. actual Billy Bragg over there. 
Birch is better. <laughs> the only one. Highlander rules. Which one's wearing a sailor outfit, though? It's <laughs> true. All right, next time we'll be talking about Talk Talk, the color of spring. God bless the civil service, the nation's saving grace. While we expect democracy, they're laughing in our face. And although our cries get louder, laughter gets louder still. But the sound of ideologies clashing. But the sound of ideologies. But the sound of ideologies. But the sound of ideologies clashing.